and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castile. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Amen. So we're seeing there's a solaric covenant. God is covenant with the sun, the moon, the stars, and the solar system. God is covenant with land. God is covenant with animals in, in creation. And God is then, we've seen, also coveting with man. Amen. Amen. So let's take a look here, a couple more covenants. The covenant with Abraham, Genesis 15, 1 through 18. And you can get a lot of resources about the Abraham's covenant. A lot of teaching, a lot of preaching out there about that. So that's why I haven't really got into that. Then there's the Hagaric covenant. You remember Hagar had a child. God made a covenant with her that if she would go back and submit to Sarah, God would bless her child. She would have to, one, the terms of the covenant were go and submit to Sarah. Sometimes your covenant is directly linked to your submission. Amen. Submit to Sarah. And you know, she didn't like Sarah. Am I right? I mean, Sarah and Hagar... They were like, you know, fighting desperate housewives. I don't know. There's a Chinese series about these Chinese women and they're all fighting to like be the emperor's pure love or true love, you know. I mean, this was Sarah and, and Hagar, right? Hagar was hooking up with Abraham and Sarah was Abraham's wife and they did not like each other. Somebody say amen. amen. All the women say amen. amen. They did not like each other. Hallelujah. Can I get amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and and she said God told Hagar you have to go submit with your baby to this woman who hates you and your baby but how many know that the blessing comes through submission and so if she would go and submit to this woman she hates to sit under who hates her she'd find a blessing in that isn't that something we only want to submit where we're comfortable hallelujah I've, I remember we had this guy in our church. I'm not going to say his name, but he was always telling me, oh, brother, you got to submit. You got to submit. You got to submit under an apostle. You got to submit under an apostle. You got to submit under an apostle. And I was like, well, I got my pastor. He said, no, 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 your pastor's not good enough. You need to have an apostle. And I said, well, my pastor's an apostle. He said, no, 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 you got to. He had all these strange, kind of, I don't know, some kind of crazy thoughts he had. It's coming from this shepherding movement he comes out of. And I was like, well, what about your apostle? He said, oh, my apostle submits under an apostle. I said, what's your apostle? Who's he under? He said, well, he was under this apostle for 24 years, but they had a fight and he left. And I said, that's not submission. I mean, as long as you're both getting along, that's not submission. It's like Jesus said, like, yeah, anyone can love their friends. What reward do you get when you love your friends? You get a reward when you love your enemies. Even the heathen love their friends. Of course, I can submit to you when I agree with everything with you. But when we disagree, that's the true test of submission. Amen? Amen. So the only reward you get is when you submit when you don't agree. I have a lady, a friend of mine, a pastor in, 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 in Mongolia. She asked me, 
She said, oh, my, my, my father, my spiritual father, my pastor, we disagree. He wants to start a church here where I have a church, and I feel like this is not fair. It's my church. I have a church here. You're going to come start a church where I have a church? And, I, and, I, and she asked me for advice, and I said, well, listen, you could go and separate yourself from him, but you can't do it because of this issue. Because if you do it for this issue, it means you're not submitting. If you do it because God speaks to you and calls you on and there's another vision, God wants to transfer you under another leader, that's okay. But right now, it's not about that. Right now, it's about you don't agree with what he wants to do. So right now, if you leave, it's going to be out of not wanting to submit. And I don't care if you submitted for 20 years because 20 years you got along. The true test of submission is when you disagree. When you disagree, if you can shut your mouth and have a good attitude and serve wholeheartedly, that is where the blessing is. Amen. Go sit under Sarah, who hates you, and hates your child, despise your child. If you sit under her and name your son Ishmael, I will bless him. I'll make him rich, and 12 princes will come from him. And Ishmael became the father of 12 princes. And then there is even a prophetic covenant given to Ishmael. And it says that Ishmael... You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. Ishmael would be like a wild ass. His hand would be against all people. And all people's hands would be against him, and he will always dwell amongst his brothers. And you know, Ishmael is the father of the Arab nations. And isn't that interesting that to this day, the Arab nations' hand is against all the other, you know, surrounding nations. And all the surrounding nations' hands are against them. And they dwell with their brothers. Here's a good case for no immigration in Germany. Hallelujah. You should dwell with your brothers. God said it. Go back to Syria. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. But even if you go to Germany or you go to Israel or I mean Chicago, you find that the Arabs, they all live together in the same community. They don't assimilate. They stay together. They dwell with their brothers. Every hand is against them and every, they're against every man's hand. Isn't that interesting? That four or 5,000 years ago, this prophecy was given, and this is who his descendants are today. Very interesting. God is a covenant-keeping God. Then we got, after that, the Sarah covenant. God changed her name from Sarai to Sarah, which means princess. Out of her shall come kings, royal dainties, amen. The Sarah covenant. And God told her that her son, her seed, that if he names her this child Isaac, that this seed 
will be great and the kings will come from him and his throne and the, and the descendancy of this throne will continue forever as an eternal covenant. Then we have the Mosaic covenant, the Levitic covenant, the healing covenant, which we find in the wilderness. Then we find the Palestinian covenant, the salt covenant, which we discussed, the Davidic covenant. And then finally, we get now, we get to the new covenant, which we are in, the new covenant. Let's take a look at the next slide, the new covenant. Amen. The new covenant. This word covenant, now keep in mind we are saying that covenant is just what the ones that we're looking at are just the ones we're looking at. It doesn't mean that God has not had other covenants in the past, present, or future with other individuals or things. He's a big God. And I think that we got to take kind of out of this box and begin to see that the the principles of when God says something, it's a, he's a covenant God and he keeps it. This word covenant in the Greek, I, I broke it down to help myself so the, so the Greeks in the back don't don't disturb me. <laughs> in the Greek, it's diatheke, diatheke, diatheke. Okay, diatheke, amen. (laughs) Close, I'm getting closer, amen. Diatheke. Diatheke is the word covenant in the Bible. It is translated in the New Testament 18 times as covenant and 12 times as testament. Testament means a covenant in the archaic definition. The word testament, how many know we have an Old Testament and we have a New Testament? The word testament means a covenant between God and man. This is the Webster's Dictionary, a a covenant between God and man. Another word for testament also is, another definition of testament is, the act by which a person determines the disposition of his property after death. So some people call this... You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. His will and testament. In other words, this testament is the covenant that he made with you to give you ratified by his death, what he left you through his death. Amen. And then we know the good gospel news that he got back up to make sure that we get what he promised us in his will. Amen. So this covenant is a covenant between God and man. 
And we see that God made a solaric covenant with the stars, the moon, the sun, the universe. He made a covenant with the land. He made covenant with animals. Let's take a look at the next slide. He made covenant with all creation and living. He goes on, Jesus, when his last supper, and he says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. So we understand that covenant means to make an agreement that there's salt covenants, handshake covenants, verbal covenants, but the highest form of covenant that we've been discussing is the blood covenant. Somebody say blood covenant. That's the highest form. And this is the final covenant that God made. And we'll look at some contrast between the covenants, the old covenant and the new covenant. We'll look at contrast. But this final covenant was a blood covenant, the highest form of covenant in the universe. And this cup represents the covenant in my blood. This is not just going to be a verbal covenant, but I'm going to, I'm going to come into this covenant with my very own blood. And you do this in remembrance of me. Now, it's important to remember the covenant. Somebody say, remember the covenant. Because when you engage God, when you engage your life, when you engage prayer, you have to do it in the grounds of remembering the blood covenant. But when we pray, we usually pray and worship and come to church. When we engage God, we always tend to engage God based upon our flesh. Well, I haven't been in prayer all week and, you know, and I, I haven't done this or I haven't been reading my Bible or, or, you know, I haven't been in this or I sinned. And we, we always approach worship or approach prayer on the grounds of our self-righteousness. And that is our autopilot. And the reason why our autopilot is always to approach God based upon our self-righteousness is because we have an accuser called the devil. And that devil, the dragon, his job is to always pull you out of the spirit and bring you back down into your flesh so he could stop you from moving forward into the presence of God, into your purpose, into your destiny. So Satan is always there to remind you, you didn't pray this morning, you didn't read your Bible last night, you, 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 this and that, you know, you, you, whatever, you're lazy, you're a liar, you're, you're whatever, and he's always there, like my son calls me Fat Miyagi, you know, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off, karate kid, you don't know, well, let me, oh, somebody knows, hallelujah, (laughs) well, karate kid, there's this, there's this boy, he's getting beat up all the time, by these other kids and he wants to defend himself but he can't he always gets beat up so this old Japanese guy named Mr. Miyagi he sees the boy getting picked on and he comes out there and he tells the boy I'll teach you karate so he teaches the kid karate and and, in the kid at the end he defends himself and you see the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the word of God's belief system but when we begin to line up our belief system with the word of God then we begin to see the miraculous amen call now and get Joseph Castillo's supernatural healing CD series which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing when is God's timing for a miracle is it God's will to heal everyone 
This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. And, and he becomes the hero and he gets the girl. Amen. <laughs> so Mr. Miyagi, the way he taught the boy how to fight was he taught the boy muscle memory and discipline. So he said, I want to come to learn to fight. He said, okay, before you fight, I need you to paint the fence. Can you paint the fence for me? And he's like, okay, he starts painting the fence. No, Mr. Miyagi says, you got to paint the fence like this, up and down, up and down. He's like, why? He said, do what I say. Student, don't ask the teacher. Well, you know, just do what I say. So he's painting the fence like this all day and night, all day and night. Then he's okay, I'm done. He said, good, come back tomorrow. So the next day he comes back and he tells him, he shows him four or five cars. He says, wax the cars. He said, what? I thought I'm going to learn karate. He said, yes, but first wax the cars. So he starts waxing. He said, no, 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 wax like this. Wax on, wax off. So he teaches the boy how to, if I was in America, I would not have to explain this, but I'm in, uh, abroad. You guys don't know this movie, amen. So he teaches him to wax off like this and then wax on like that. So he teaches them this and the kid gets frustrated that I'm not learning Kung Fu. I'm not learning karate. So finally he gets upset. He says, I'm not learning karate, Mr. Miyagi. I'm not learning karate. And Mr. Karate said, yes, you, Mr. Mr. Miyagi says, yes, you do know karate. He says, wax off. And he punches the kid and the kid's shoo, waxes off and blocks the punch. He says, paint the fence. And he kicks, he blocks the kick. And then he starts saying, paint the fence, paint the fence, punch the wax off, wax on. And the kid's like, he's like, see, you know karate. And the kid's shocked, you know. And the kid, you know, he has a competition and he goes and he fights. And he's like, I don't know as much as the other kids. And then Mr. Miyagi says, it's not how much you know, it's how good you know the basics. Amen. Mr. Miyagi should have been writing fortune cookies. Hallelujah. I don't know if you guys have fortune cookies. I'm not going to explain that one. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So I, I, I play with my son. I say, wax off, wax on. I hit him, I hit him. And so my son, he said, oh, you're fat Miyagi. He calls me fat Miyagi. Amen. So the devil always wants to call you stupid, lazy, dumb, fat. The devil always wants to insult. Now, my son's not the devil, amen. He's just yielding his tongue, amen. But, you know, amen. The devil always is there to try and bring you down to the flesh realm. So when we pray, when we go to worship, when you have to preach, when you have to give a word of prophecy, when you have to witness to somebody, share your faith, You're always drawn into doing it based upon yourself. And that is not the way to do it. The way you're supposed to do it is based upon the covenant. You pray based upon the covenant. You praise based upon the covenant. You have hope in God answering your prayers based upon the covenant. You worship God based upon the covenant, not based upon your righteousness, not based upon your holiness, not based upon what you deserve, but everything that you do when you engage spiritual things is solely based on the covenants. So that's why Jesus said, 
in remembrance of me. When you pray, when you take communion, when you worship, when you preach, when you're believing, when you sow seed, every time we engage God, engage our life, we have to do it based upon remembrance of this new covenant in the blood. Amen. So let's turn here to the next slide. Covenant provisions. The redemption of the earth and solar system and all the living. One of the covenant provisions is redemption of the earth, the solar system, and all living species of beings. And let's take a look here at Romans chapter 8. And I pray that by the Holy Spirit, you would begin to grasp the depth of this covenant and covenant provisions. Romans chapter 8, we find a very interesting series of scriptures here. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. I want you to look with us here at Romans chapter 8. Verses 18. We'll start in verse 18. Amen. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Amen. Some people have this thinking that I am a Christian, Jesus died, rose again, and I'm living in the fullness and all the glory and all the manifestations. And even as, uh, what's his name was saying, Thomas was saying today about uh, the enemy wanting to attack the children. The enemy is trying to attack the children, and we should so into that. And I know some people were thinking, oh, that's Old Testament. Oh, the devil can't have our children. He's under the blood. Well, let me tell you, I know plenty of children Plenty of Christian children, pastors' children, committing suicide, depressed, homosexual, raped and molested. And you think just because their dads are pastors or because they're Christian families that the devil doesn't try to attack their kids, then you are a fool without eyes to see reality. Even though we have a, a promised redemption, we are living in a battleground. And I remember the worship leader of my church, World Harvest, uh, Ronnie Harrison, Pastor Parsons' worship leader. His son was born with a, a, a deformity, terminal deformity. 
and they prayed and they fasted and they sowed a significant financial seed and God healed their baby. The devil got in there and plagued their child with a terminal disease and through the power of a seed like Job offered for his kids, his baby was set free by the power of God. It is scriptural. It is New Testament. And we have to understand that the glory which shall be revealed in us has not already been revealed. It's being revealed. It's been revealed as we die to ourselves, as we come alive in the word of God, as we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, as we behold him, then we are being transformed and we are being revealed in greater levels of glory and presence and manifestation of God's word and promise. Amen. Everybody dies without knowing the fullness of God for their life in this cursed earth. Amen. Except for Enoch and Elijah. And if you get to that level, basically you're not even sitting here right now. Amen. You ain't at that level yet. Neither am I. One day I hope that we can all be at that level where we would just was and was not. Hallelujah. We're with God. But it says here, for I reckon the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. And I believe that there's a greater dispensation of grace released now in this end time where we have seen one or two people being used by God greatly and knowing God greatly. I believe we're in a dispensation where we're going to see a a large amount of the body of Christ really moving in the glory and really encountering God and really moving in, in levels and dimensions that was only known by a few peculiar prophets of yesterday. We're going to be in, in, in as, as a church, we're going to see a, a body begin to move into great things. Amen. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. It says here in verse 19 that the earnest expectation of the creature or the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature or creation was made subject to vanity. It was cursed. Not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. So when Adam sinned, You understand in the book of Genesis, when God made that Adamic covenant, not the Edenic covenant, but the Adamic covenant, there were five components to that covenant. The serpent was cursed, Satan was cursed, the ground was cursed, and there were five components to that covenant, the Adamic covenant. 
which I didn't feel we needed to get into today because this is a lot of information for you. But I just wanted you to know that at that point, Adam cursed it. That's what he's saying here in Romans, that this earth creation was made subject to vanity by reason of the Adamic curse that came in with the Adamic covenant. Adam, him, who subjected the same in hope. Because the creature or creation itself shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. So one of the provisions of the covenant is the redemption of the earth and all living creatures. Now all living creatures and the earth have a covenant promise of redemption. But man... Were the were the were the mankind we were redeemed by the blood of the lamb, and interesting once we got redeemed, we were given back the same assignment that Adam was given, that Noah was given, that Abraham was given. We're given back the same assignment to be fruitful, to multiply, to subdue and take dominion over the cursed earth. And part of that mandate in ministry as covenant people, as as the redeemed of the Lord, not only to engage uh, our, our, our self-redemption, breaking the power of the curse and moving into the fullness of God for our life, the God life, the Zoe life. Somebody say Zoe life. The Zoe life, God came. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. The Zoe life, that superior in quality, hallelujah, and greater in quantity. Superior in quality and greater in quantity. However, most people, especially around the the, the understanding of prosperity, most people are so consumed with the personal superior quality life that they find through their religion, through their faith with Jesus and the the greater quality or the greater quantity. And it's solely about them and their salvation, their redemption, their manifesting what God has promised them to have. But you have to understand that not only in your covenant do you have personal redemption, but you also be given a, a personal mandate to go and be fruitful, subdue and take dominion so that the earth can also get the redemption that God has given to the children of light. Is anybody following me here? I know you're all fasting, not eating meat, and you're all weak. Hallelujah. That's why in the Noah covenant, he said, eat the meat. Hallelujah. But don't eat the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Nico's not amening me right now. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. I've been just eating like, you know, oats and stuff, you know, on this fast. Amen. But you see, We cannot just engage God for our personal manifestation of the glory of redemption to flow in our lives. But we are also with that given an assignment to take dominion over the breaking of the curse over all living flesh and over the ground. Amen. And as the children of God, we ought to be the agents are bringing God's redemption to society. Amen. 
And that in the West, we have these social justice warriors and they just sit on their Facebook all day long and they fight politics. And that's not what God intended. Amen. He intended us to feed the poor, to help the widows, to, to, to bring poverty stricken villages and cities and nations and bring them out of poverty and out of sickness and disease and malaria and bring the blessing of the abundant life, the Eden life to a city, to a town, to a village. That is the mandate of our covenant. But we have made the mandate of our covenant a a selfish, bless me, heal me, raise me up, use me, my purpose, my destiny, who I am in Christ, and it's been all about our prosperity. And that's only one side of the token. That's what God promised to give you and to position you in and for you to take and walk in and break the opposition. But it's for the assignment, which is to bring God's covenant redemption to all flesh and the earth and restore. And this will not only end on the earth, but I'm telling you, it will end in the redemption of the solaric system. The Bible tells us very clearly that we will rule In the heavenlies, we will rule nations, I believe, after the redemption of Christ, after the the return of Christ, we will rule planets. I'm not getting the Mormon theology, amen, but we will rule planets. We will judge angels. We will judge and we will rule and be in dominion over the universe. And I believe the children of God will populate the universe one day. This redemption that God has provided was for the earth, for all living flesh, and even for the solaric system, the covenant that God made in the beginning. Amen. Amen. And you can study this out on your own in your Bibles. Hallelujah. But this is much, much greater than you, your life, your job, your husband, your kids, your school, God's assignment and purpose for your life is much greater than this room and this church. And this is the word of the Lord to us this 2019. Is that what God is about to do in your life is not about you. But it's about God's plan for the ages. And when you approach God from this year forward, you need to approach him not based upon your own self, but based upon remembrance of the blood of his covenant because somebody say amen. amen amen now we have to leave this place because we're rented for a limited time but we're we're we're, we're, we're just getting into it amen we got to get into redemption from the curse but but we'll continue on next week you have me with you pretty much all month hallelujah so let's stand to our feet and close amen Father, we just thank you and give you praise for your word today. And I declare in the name of Jesus that you would move the people of God here in this church, those listening by podcast or television, internet, online, that you would begin to breathe the breath of fresh revelation into your body. And this subject that is so uncovered and so undealt with and that is so unstudied and untaught, Father God, that you would just begin somehow from even this place, begin to to breathe a fresh revelation of the covenant, our position, 
our rights, our redemption, our, 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 our graces that are released to us in the covenant and also our assignments and our duties and our responsibilities in the covenant. That, Father, we no longer begin to engage ourselves by looking at ourselves in the mirror, at our flesh and blood. But when we begin to look at ourselves, we look into the perfect liberty of the law of God through the word of God in Jesus' name. And that we, Father God, begin to take on a new identity. We begin to take on a new identity, an identity of who we are in the covenant of God and in the plan of God for the ages and we begin to move in power and strength and might and dominion unhindered and unchecked by any outside force. As the covenant children of God, we stand in that covenant and we thank you, Father God. Like the word of God declares our robes dipped in the blood of Jesus. The redeemed of the Lord singing Before the throne of God, the song of redemption, the song of covenant, that we of the covenant people clothed in the righteousness which is of God come before God and come before the earth as priests and rule in the earth as kings. And no matter what situation or circumstance we find ourselves in, no matter what trial, as, as, as he said in Romans, the, 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 I reckon the suffering of this present time should never be Never be contained and never be a hindrance to the glory that shall be revealed to us in the hardest places and the glory that shall be revealed through us in the hardest situations, places, and circumstances. We stand confident not in ourselves but in the blood covenant that we are redeemed by Jehovah, the people of Jehovah, And we give you thanks and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website nfbeijing.com forward slash store. You could get some of our ministry products, CDs, and we'll be offering the DVDs of all these sermons coming soon. So go visit us online, like us on Facebook, add our YouTube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials, everything that you don't see on the show. You're going to get that on the YouTube channel, NF Church at YouTube. And be blessed and encouraged. We love you. We want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what God's going to do in our generation.